It's not only Monday, but it's the Monday of Thanksgiving week, which means we have a lot more to get done than we usually do. Today, we're going to be talking about buy-sell activity in the first half, Bright Drop hitting a billion, and Domino's buying a couple EVs. Everywhere I go, the people really want to know who I is and who I be. They billions. Let me ask you a question <laughs> on Monday. Oh, boy. When was the last time you ordered a Domino's pizza? Golly, that's what I did. Domino's. See, we don't have a Domino's near us. I would. How is that it's even possible that you don't have a Domino's near you? You live in Nashville. I mean, it's close. It's but like we got three Papa John's real close. Okay. And my kids just. Pa- we, I'm, we, I'm picking Papa John's, that. honestly, per, per, personally. I'm picking Papa John's. But we have oh, yeah. a great. So and I, have, I haven't <laughs> eaten pizza. In, I haven't eaten pizza, honestly, in uh, two and a half years. You poor so, soul. You know. You poor it's not a thing for me. Oh man, I don't know, man. I love me some, love me some pizza. Love me some pizza. We got a lot going on this week. Obviously, Wednesday, Thanksgiving is Thursday, and then Black Friday. We'll see what people do, and then the weekend. So uh, we got to squeeze a lot of stuff in the three days today. Um, hey, we released a Saturday ep- episode of this podcast. If you ha- if you missed it, go back and download it. It's with Dale Pollock. It's a little clip. It's like okay. just it's like a six minute podcast, which if you play at one point five speed is like four and a half minutes, which you know is enough time to listen to the whole thing when you step into the bathroom and you just try to block everybody exactly. else out for a minute. But do do yourself a favor, bring a little pen and a pad real quick because <laughs> there's just some like there's some actual notes that you have to take about your operations. Like good. You can't just absorb that and be like, oh, I figured it out. You know, take some no, notes. No, no, no. Dale, Dale uh, came swinging hard. Uh, also, we have a little event coming up in December. I don't. I can never remember what we're talking about and what we're not talking about yet. It's December 20th. We're talking about Tuesday. all of it. I swear there's going to be a landing page ready to go. You'll be able to register, know where all the stuff is, uh, maybe by the end of the day today. So if you're listening to this sometime in Monday, then it might actually already be. Up. Okay, 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 okay. All right, let's get into there some news um, because it's Monday. We got things to do. We're going to have a shorter episode today. But the dealership buy-sell transaction count reached 178 transactions through the first half of 2022, which is actually a 19% jump from the 150 in 2021, and we thought it was busy then. However, the total number of actual stores that traded hands was down. So more transactions, less stores, meaning smaller deals across the board. Private acquisitions are really what is driving um, the activity, not publicly traded companies, which was really the case more so last year. Uh, Here's a quote from the Automotive News article, um, Kerrigan uh, Automotive. Is, Is it Nancy? Nancy Kerrigan? What's no, her first that's, name? That, she's that's, a politician. No, she's <laughs> not. No, she's not. I think she's the I, the figure skater. Oh, yes, man. Nancy Kerrigan, figure skater. There you <laughs> no, go. I'm so sorry. <laughs> I am so sorry for making that mistake. But here's the quote. Uh, what we're that. finding is a little bit of a tale of two worlds in that the private sector is making tremendous amount Aaron. of money. Aaron. Sorry, Aaron. Aaron, next time I see you, I'm going to apologize in person. Uh, The private sector is making a tremendous amount of money and redeploying that capital into dealerships to increase scale, Kerrigan said, because scale seems to be a top priority for most groups as they look to tackle the changes that are coming down the pike, right? The public's already have a little thing called scale and the private companies understand this is how they're going to win. Uh, Alan Haig, president of Haig Partners, said while the public's acquisition activity remains high compared to the period before the coronavirus pandemic, it's still below last year's uh, first half pace, and he expects the public companies to continue purchasing, though, given their um, their, their pretty ambitious revenue goals, right? So yeah, um, I I would expect that, that we're going to see possibly another speed up period because 
um, they're, they're going to be able to to pull people out kind of prior to recession because they're still cash positive and dealers are probably looking at there, there's, you know, early on, like 2021, dealers are going high multiples, yep. high revenue run rates. And so, hey, look, we're going to be getting out ahead. There's another kind of wave coming, I think, of the ones that don't want to go through the potential pain of any sort of recession and kind of get out while they're getting still a little bit good. Um, I would expect that it kind of picks up and we, and we know from the publics that they are all still looking to grow quite significantly to get some of that distribution power. Um, but we haven't seen any acquisitions like in Larry H Miller, you know, or anything like that this year where where you've seen just suburban suburban collection, things like that, where you just have, you know, like mid-sized groups but getting bought by large groups. It just hasn't happened this year. Um, but I, I still hear, man, I see, I hear every day, like, this is the actually I saw on LinkedIn Cheddar Auto, uh, Bert Davidson, our, our good friend that's been around the Asotiverse. Um, they just got per- purchased by uh, a, a larger private uh, firm that that is now like one of the fastest growing firms in America. So um, yeah, just Things you know, moving. I still think there's a lot of acquisition to be had. Yeah, no doubt. I always wonder, like you know, Alan Alan Haig says, you know, he thinks you know valuations might be plateauing because of earnings. Right? It's been higher than usual. And you got to feel, you got to start to feel that in, in, <coughs> excuse me, instinct going into this where it's like values are high. The market's starting to change a little bit. Like where do you, who gets left holding the bag? Right. Right. I guess if yeah. you're, if you're big enough and you have enough scale, it's more about the long-term play of just getting the pieces in place. It's all about scale, reducing expenses to the centralization, having the opportunity to be close to the customer. I, if I had to guess, I bet I, I'm 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 not a futurist or anything, but I think December is going to be hot as it comes to acquisitions. Yeah, I I mean I think so. Anyway, it's like the year the the year end push, right, to get it done before the tax year. I mean, last year was a different reason to push, but I think you're probably right. Uh, speaking of people who are right, which rhymes with bright. Stop. Segway. It's the first rhyming segue. First rhyming segue. Uh, GM's last mile delivery vehicle company, Bright Drop. Shared that it is poised to reach $1 billion in annual sales in 2023. That's what I'm saying. Finally use that trigger pad, which would make it one of the fastest companies in history to reach that figure in three years. So here's we got a little company called Google took them five years. Facebook took them six years. Tesla, it took not it took Tesla nine years to hit a billion. Isn't that just wow. crazy to think about? Like a decade for the people like where'd they come from? They did nine years before they even had a billion in sales. And it took yeah. Apple wow. 14 years to hit one billion in sales. So with that little but break drop I mean, seems you know, like they're doing pretty about good. Like six hundred dollar phones or seventy thousand dollar EVs. You know, it's you know, I don't know. Well, bright bright drop has over twenty five thousand reservations or letters of intent from little companies like Walmart, Hertz, FedEx, and Verizon, and it already has vehicles wow. on the road making deliveries. They also in September they released their Trace Grocery e cart, which is super cool. It was ad- adapted or adopted by Kroger first, and it's like this box on wheels that can carry 350 pounds of groceries and like, you know, temperature control the drawers, and then they can bring it right outside and customers can, you know, access verify to open the drawer. So I think that's pretty cool. I mean, when you're talking last mile, that's like last feet. You know what I mean? Super last mile. I love that option because I always feel like the grocery pickup thing is a little bit dicey. It's you janky see the food. You're like, was that in the thing? Was that oh, in the yeah. fridge? But this is as without a doubt compartment. It's great without a yeah. doubt. Um, they also, just, I, I love. I mean, here's the thing. 
on that, just real quick. Yeah. OEMs have consistently dipped their foot in like other verticals. Mm -hmm. And this EV race is allowing them to kind of understand these other verticals and dip in a little bit further yep. because like a few of the manufacturers have said, Hey, we are, we're great battery producers now. There you go. They're, we're just they're leveraging we're, technology. We're great technology. Yep. You know, we're great technology producers. And so leveraging those, those elements. So this is, Hey, why don't, why don't, car dealers someone needs to go to the grocery stores and start advertising on those jokers oh you know it you know that's coming little little zamboni machine it looks kind of like a little zamboni machine but you don't drive it, it does, yeah. but it, it does make sense i love the fact that these kind of like little expansions are in the retail sector right whether we're delivering yeah. retail packages or in grocery stores i think that there's just a good energy around retail that will serve dealers well by just being in that space a little bit more bright drop also just announced their a subscription-based software platform designed to help customers kind of optimize the way vehicles and EVs are moving around their business to increase efficiency. Uh, here's a quote from Travis Katz. The CEO says, we're a tech startup with a subscription-based product offering that's backed by a global powerhouse. That puts us in a league of their own. We'll mention at the end too, they're tracking, they say they're tracking 10 billion in sales at a 20% margin by the year. 2030. No. <laughs> Gotta. I mean, that we gotta get a trigger pad for that. I know, I know we do. Uh, speaking of GM EVs, GM's day today. Damn, just having a day. Just having a day. They're all in the news. Domino's Pizza said they're investing. Tesla. <laughs> well, the Bolt is a little cheaper than a Model Three, and probably actually caters a little more to the to putting hot pizzas in the back. They're hot investing, pizza. Domino's investing in a new fleet of Chevy Bolts in an effort to add delivery drivers to its ranks, cutting emissions, saving money, and of course, delivering more hot pizzas. They'll be securing 800 EVs to serve uh, the 37 of their company-owned stores and hundreds of their franchise stores. And one of the biggest benefits to this is they said, it's going to help us recruit drivers. And at first I was like, oh. at first I was yeah. like, I don't know how many people are really excited to drive a Chevy Bolt. Like I get to drive a Chevy Bolt, right? I'm going to take that job. But oh, then they were like, the problem is a lot of like, they're having a big time problem, them and Pizza Hut and Papa John's recruiting delivery drivers. So they said, no, actually just having a vehicle for them to drive opens up a whole pool of people who can drive, but don't have their own because car. Because you got to have your own car. You got to maintain it. Beat the crap out of it. Yes, in that thing, <laughs> right. in that thing. So now every time you're stopped, you just plug that joker up to the domino outlet and yep. you're not worried about it yep and i mean yeah so that's a genius move i, I mean like that's it. like with they're gonna they're and not just that but you here's the pop culture narrative meeting retail meeting automotive it's like what do you get to do for work drive an ev and deliver pizzas yeah i mean the new bolts are cool too right like especially for someone who might not have a car or maybe they didn't have a nice car but now they get to sit in this thing that feels a little bit like a spaceship when you get in it um, I didn't realize this, but Domino's is the only, like, between them and Pizza Hut and Papa John's, they haven't, like, gone third party. So there's no, like, Grubhub or DoorDash. And, you know, they need to... Yep. I was thinking about that. Pizza would be one of the suckiest things, I think, to get delivered from a third party because it gets cold so fast. And, you know, when you get it from, like, the pizza place, they got it in that little bag and it stays kind of still warm when it gets to you. So uh, yep. we'll, we'll see how this goes. You gotta think they're gonna outfit the back of these things, the fancy, know, like little, you gotta put this pizza oven. Man, Domino's, I'm telling you what, since 2010, they have not been messing around. Ever since they wrote that letter of apology, right? 
Yes. Remember that's classic. So good. Classic, classic, classic. Domino's wrote this letter of apology saying, what was it, the CEO just reading bad reviews on like a Super Bowl commercial? Yeah. Like, your sauce sucks. Like, we're so sorry. <laughs> yeah. We're it was coming good. at you. And then they just changed the game. The advertising changed. They're constantly pes- pressing the boundaries. They, you know, the the pizza tracker was the first thing they did. That's they start, right. you know, handing handing your stuff to your car out uh, out in your car, right? So you don't even have to get out of your car. And now they're delivering pizzas and EVs. Crazy. What's next? Drone drone Let's pizza go. delivery seems a little more complicated. <laughs> I mean, just think that that's like carrying a big flat box in the windy. Just imagine that thing blowing carrying around. a flat box, windy, 20 degrees out. <laughs> Definitely not how I want my pizza. No, no, no. But we have three full days before we have some turkey to get in there, get something done. So go ahead. You know you have some hard work to do. 